Welcome back to Daniel's Dread Tales. Thanks for joining us. You'll have to excuse me if I sound a little hoarse. I'm recovering from a very uh, spooky sickness. I wish I could say it was something fun, terrifying, like uh, lycanthropy. Uh, but it's actually real world terrifying. I, I had COVID. Uh, but but I'm doing okay now. I'm doing okay, except I'm a little, little hoarse. Uh, anyway, this week we continue our adventure in the Trail of Cthulhu system with part two of The Dance in the Blood. We join our trio of newfound siblings as they try to piece together their shared secret past in the small town of Manistee. Enjoy! All right, so you were going to go to the old wearing house, I think? Yep. So there's, it's a short walk away from the center of town. It's a small gray cottage, like many of the other ones around here. It's got a short little dirt driveway away from the main road. As you're walking up, Doctor, in particular, you are feeling a sense of familiarity. That the bird song you're hearing, the crunch of gravel, it all feels very familiar to you. Uh, Helen, you're also feeling that a little bit, mostly like the bird song seems to be triggering a little bit of a memory to you. I will say, Jonesy, uh, not so much you, maybe just because you were so young the last time you were here. And you approach the door, um, and before you knock, Doctor, you know, without a doubt, that the wallpaper behind that door is going to be yellow with a tulip sign. Hey, Jonesy. What do you? How much you want to bet that the wallpaper in this place is yellow with a tulip design? It's our uh, adopted home, remember? Uh, well, you're adopted. Oh no! All, all three of us were all definitely adopted. A gentleman's bet. Hmm. How about that? Sure. What's that mean? It means I don't pay anything. <laughs> we'll bet. Ah, excellent. Let's shake on it. All right. Shooked. Uh, you hear uh some giggling coming from inside the house. Uh, it sounds like uh. Like a young woman. Maybe two of them. Well, I'll knock on the door extra loud, as is my custom. Yeah, I was wondering if anyone's going to knock or you're just going to keep standing there. Open up! Uh, you knock on the door, um, and uh, opening the door is a quiet, uh, mousy sort of woman. Uh, she looks like she's in her, her late 30s, maybe. And uh, she smiles, but is... Uh, you could tell there's a little bit of a concern on her eyes and says, Uh, hello. Uh, can I can I help you? Hi, I'm Doctor Michael Laws. Are we related? No, I'm. Uh, my name is is Mary Waring. I don't know any laws. I'm sorry. I think you might be in the wrong place. Well, you don't. You know who does know some laws? This guy right here, Jonesy. Yes, I do know. Uh, Doctor Laws. Uh, my name is Tom Jones, and he tips his hat. Gentleman extraordinaire, and your name is, ma'am. Uh, my name is Mary Waring. I'm I'm sorry. Are you are you selling something? I'm I'm sorry. I if you if you need a a cup of tea, I can give you something. But I I I I'm confused. What she looks over at you as well, Helen. Uh, maybe uh with a little bit of a pleading, seeing if you will make any of this make sense, because she's extremely confused by this situation. Time to play that all-time classic assurance card. Um, sorry if my companions seem strange. Uh, we're in town, uh, investigating our parentage, as it were, with, uh, this as our only clue, and I, uh, show her the picture. Oh. Oh. Yes, I don't suppose you could help us? Oh, you must be Jack's kids from his previous marriage. Sure, why not? Oh, um, come, come in, come in. I, uh, yeah. Um, and as she opens the door more, you do see behind her the wallpaper, while a little bit older, is as you remembered. Well, Jonesy, I think you owe me two handshakes. All right. I, wow, I'm quite shocked. Uh, here you are. Here's your first handshake, and I will give you that second handshake later. All right. Yep, we're very adopted. Uh, that is going to be, uh, Miss uh, Doctor Laws. That is going to be a stability two test. Um, I know you're sort of playing it off here, but it's also sort of very weird. There we go. Okay, so you lose two. Still doing fine, but all of it's very your your bluster about all of this is is maybe 
covering up something that's a little weird here. She smiles uh, and is like pouring you guys some tea and says, uh, yes, uh, I guess I don't really know too much of what to say, but feel free to, to look around, uh, get nostalgic for your own home, I suppose. Uh, and you do hear um, some static coming from uh, one of the back rooms and uh, two girls giggling back there. Oh, is that more Coltrane? Excuse me. Uh, ma'am, do you have a radio in the house? Uh, yes, Lisa and Bethany are playing it too loudly. Lisa, Bethany, our guests don't want to listen to jazz music. Turn that off. Oh, no, I am a big fan of jazz, definitely from America, but it's not English. It's not too English. Uh, why don't we uh, take a look? If it's a little too loud, maybe the knob's a little broken. I will... I'm a man that knows a little bit of mechanical work. I could take a look for you. Um, I guess so. I, uh, sure. Uh, she, uh, I guess she sort of, uh, motions towards the back. Um, and, uh, as you go back there, you see two, uh, two, you could definitely tell they are twins. Uh, two young girls, uh, probably about, uh, five years old, five, six years old. Not too, not too particularly old. Um. And uh, they are laughing and listening to the radio. And you see uh, every once in a while, one of them like whispers into the radio and they both start laughing. I will dance. To the static? You will dance? Yes. Okay. How? Yes. There's no real music to dance to. It's just sort of static. Yeah. Actually, as you start listening to it more, you know, to dance to music, you have to really listen to it. It's not quite just static. There's something to it. There's maybe some sort of drum or something like that. And every once in a while, you you think you hear a voice. I don't trust like that. You can't quite make out what it's saying. Mostly you just hear static. Excuse me. My name is Tom Jones. Jonesy, as you can call me. Uh, do you mind if you turn that down just a little bit? Just a little bit. Okay. I like your dance, mister. He's silly. Oh, Dr. Laws, yes, he's a very silly man. Why don't you go say hi to him and dance along while I it, help turn down the, the music? Mommy said we're not supposed to dance anymore. No, she told us not to dance when we did the other thing. It's fine. We can dance. We can dance all we want. You can leave your friends behind. Uh, and they go out and they start dancing around you in a circle, Dr. Laws. Perfect. No, my friends have to come. You, you, you can dance behind me, and Helena can bring the shovel. Uh, speaking of, Helen, meanwhile, uh, continues to talk to Mary. So, what can you tell us about your, um, about your husband, about, uh, Jack? I, uh, uh, he's, he's not around anymore. I don't, she seems uncomfortable and maybe not willing to talk about it. There are a couple ways to read that, but I suspect he walked out. I'm not... I'm not saying this in character. I'm just making a personal note. Um, yeah, uh... If you would like, you could try one of your interpersonal skills to try to, to get her to talk a little bit more. Reassurance is the old classic. Um, uh, reassurance is not going to really work on her, though. I didn't think so. Uh, I'd feel like a real asshole if I tried intimidation. You could try it, but yes, that would be an asshole move. I think I'm gonna... Go for flattery. Because, you know, I'm going to say, well, as it were, you've done, you seem to have done very well raising these two girls without him. Uh, they're five? Uh, how long have you been raising them with without him? Jack, uh, and that's going to do it. That's sort of going to unlock it. Jack left when, before they were born, um, I was pregnant when he, he left. He just, one day he, I mean, he'd been having bad dreams for a while, and then one day he just, just left. He didn't even pack up his stuff. He didn't tell anyone where he was going. He just disappeared, walked away. Did he ever mention a stone circle? No, I don't. He said so many things about his dreams, but I don't really remember anything about a stone circle. I'm 
sorry. I see. Thank you. Yeah, I I know that uh, he. I don't. I don't know, but you know, we make do. We make do now. But uh, yes, uh, I'm sorry about uh, uh, Jack. He he's not here, and your mother. I. Oh God! And she sort of catches herself. Do you, Do you know about your your mother? No. What is there to tell? Jack never really told me too much, but from what I understand, she she took all of you away, uh, put you up for adoption, and then never told Jack where you went, and they found her dead. I see. Uh, in a hotel in London. Uh, suicide, I believe. I don't... I don't know what would make a person do that. Um, I think it it really hurt Jack, but you know he he did his best to to move on. He was he was a good man. He was a kind man, a knowledgeable man. He he was so well learned. He he ran the school uh, here in town. I know he had an office down in the school, um, and then he just he was just gone. He started having those awful dreams. The I, I do want to just cut over to the little girls that are uh, dancing around and laughing with you. Uh, are you doing anything in particular with the girls? Dancing and laughing. Dancing and laughing. Perfect. Cool. Nothing else. You're just having a good time with them. Okay. Yep. Grand old time. Grand old time. Um, and Jonesy, um, do you try to mess with the radio at all? Or are you just turning it down and then just sort of coming back? Yeah, I'm just trying to turn it down just enough so I stop hearing the static. It's really getting to me. Yeah, as you're getting closer to the radio, you do. Definitely, there's a voice in there that's saying something. Can't quite make it out, though. Yeah, no. Just turns it off. <laughs> just turns it off. Okay. Uh, the fact that you are just going to turn it off means that you're only going to suffer uh, a possible two-point loss. Okay. Damn. Alright. That got to me. Yeah. Heebie-jeebies. Yeah, I don't... I don't really know anything else to to tell you, she says, as she sort of just sort of mutters and, and looks away. Well, I appreciate it. You truly have been helpful to us. Um, is there anything else that you would like to do around here? Uh, Jonesy, I would say, um... Everyone is distracted. Oh, yeah. Jonesy is going to just kind of rub his hands a little bit and just goes, Okay, what can we find here today, Jonesy? No, Jonesy. After she's been so helpful. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I'm just going to look around and see if there's like anything that's remotely expensive. Uh, nothing too expensive that's out here. Um... You do know that maybe there could be something valuable in the bathroom. Um, uh, and that also is a very reasonable thing to be like, oh, I'm going to the bathroom. Like, I can sort of sneak in there. And that's like totally reasonable something to do. Oh, yes. I'm heading to the water closet. I definitely need to relieve myself. You notice that uh, the bathroom mirror, there are... Uh, it's an older mirror. I suppose it could be worth something, but it's not like you could actually lift the mirror out and steal it. It's maybe a you know. Yeah, that's a little too heavy for Jonesy. Yeah, it's a little too heavy for that. A little too fragile. Um, but there are some weird scratches on it, uh, about head level. Um, and they seem to like sort of form the shape of a head. Um. Just, like, all scratched up, uh, maybe with just, like, someone's hands or maybe even, like, a small knife um, all scratched up. Uh, there's horizontal lines running across it, though. Um, and then there's, like, some eyes that are carved in there with, like, sort of X's that sort of look like slits. Uh, it seems like somebody was looking at their face and doing something. So there's slits in the wall? like No, like slits on the the glass that sort of like it almost looks like he drew a face or someone gender i don't know it's, it's, it was probably jack um um was like scratching out a face and in particular like it was a face with two slits for eyes oh oh wow 
hmm, that's slightly disturbing. And so uh, is this one of those, uh, like, is it just like a solid mirror or is it something that's kind of like a little cabinet, like a like a pill cabinet? Uh, it is uh, it is a solid mirror, but there is a cabinet around here that you go through. Let's check that. Um, there's some small little bits of medicine here and there, you know, like a little, you know, my, my knowledge of, uh, 30s medicine is a little, uh, limited, but, uh, there's a couple things you could just, uh, pick up here real easily. Mmm, uh, Jonesy kind of looks at the, like, thinks about the kids, thinks about the mother, and looks at the pills, looks at the mirror, looks back at the pills, looks at the mirror, and just goes... Alright, I'm gonna take one bottle. Just one. And it's gonna be the one that looks like the most expensive. Um, you could do that. Uh, yeah, you could do that. Actually, make a, uh, filch roll. Oh yeah, absolutely. Difficulty four. Would you like to spend any points? Oh. Uh, I've already rolled and I didn't spend it, but yeah, I'm gonna try to spend, uh, I'm gonna spend four points. Okay. Uh, Okay, so we will ignore the roll you just did just to be nice to you because you're supposed to remember that you can spend points. I will say this. You don't, you don't want to spend four points. That's kind of a waste. You could spend three points to get a four because you'll roll at least a one. Yeah, I'll, I'll spend the three points. So then that's an automatic success. Um, you not only find a, pill bo- uh, a nice little bottle of pills, but also as you're going through, it's like, oh, there's like a man shaving razor in here and some shaving cream that's like a little old. That you're also like, oh, I could totally take this. Nobody's going to be using this either. A gentleman needs a clean, shaven face. So I'm taking that razor. Yeah, you have a, uh, you know, straight razor. No, nothing could be bad about that. Uh, the, the girls are sort of laughing uh, along and singing with you, Doctor. And they say, like, do you know the song? Can you sing the song? No, no, I don't understand music, really. Okay. We have to sing them down, and then they get up, and then everything's great. I like your funny words, children. <laughs> we like you, too. Are we friends? We are friends. Uh, and they, they both sort of give you a hug around the leg. Yay, I'm popular with children. <laughs> Jonesy kind of walks out and goes, wow, he's, he's a good doctor. He's a pretty friendly guy. Yeah, are you a pediatrician? Yeah, that, that would make you more adorable. You're, you're a pediatrician. That's why you had a lollipop to give to your brother. I think that makes sense. <laughs> Helen, uh, the tea has been sort of set out for everyone here, but no, people seem to not be drinking it, except for perhaps you. Um, and you do sort of get the impression that, like, well, Mary's being nice to you guys, but isn't quite sure what to do about what's happening here. I mean, who, who would? <laughs> yeah, I don't. There's nothing I else I know about Jack, really. Nothing else to say. No, that's quite all right. We need to be getting back to the ferry by five o'clock anyway. Stay here as if you need to for a little while, but we don't really have a place for you to, to sleep. Uh, My brother needs to go to the hospital. Oh, no, that does make sense. He, he had four children, right? Oh, I'm sorry your brother's not feeling well. Um, what, What's wrong with him? Well, he doesn't have a pulse, and it seems like his skin's about to fall off. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Helen did not know that this was the extent of the... <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, Helen just knew that he was feeling bad. Uh, actually, Helen, you hearing that? And Jonesy, do you hear that as well? Oh, yeah, no, he spit out his tea as soon as uh, he heard that. Uh, finding out that he is not, you know, alive... Uh, in or at least having the traditional ways of being alive, three uh point stability loss. Uh, make a check. Only three. It was five for his brother. Three for you guys. Although I guess you are. He is your brother, sort of. Uh, so, I'm gonna add a point because, like, at this point, if I, uh, if I get hit with anything, I'm out. So I might as well try and avoid that. Not out, but like, oh, and of course, the one time I do, I don't need to. So it's, uh, you said it's two points or three points? Uh, I forgot what I said. Uh, three points. It's three points. Uh, can we just have a quick stability check going down the line? How's everybody doing? I have one stability. (laughs) 
Helen is anything away from losing her goddamn mind. <laughs> yeah, I'm down to three. Doctor's feeling fine with four. You see that, uh, definitely hearing that, uh, the sort of sick not having a pulse, uh, seems to be, uh, you see there's maybe a little bit of a reaction from Mary at first, but then uh, she sort of shakes her head uh, and says, well, you should probably take care of uh, your brother. Oh, he'll be fine. We see this sort of thing all the time, I think. Uh, yeah, let's thank you for the tea, ma'am. Jonesy puts down his teacup and tips his hat and says, he looks at the two little girls, ladies, and then he goes, shall we get to the ferry? Indeed. Though at some point I would like to check out the school. Well, there's probably time to check the school. Yeah, there's 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 time to check the school, probably. Okay. I'll give his office a once-over if they haven't, you know, put somebody else in it or something like that. Let us away. I would like to give uh, a little bit of a reminder. I'm not, not trying to push people too much here. Um, but uh, does anybody have the ability assess honesty? I do. I have two points in that. I want to use it, is all I'm saying. Uh, last time I'm going to try to remind you about this, but it might be a... A thing to consider using. Oh, I have. This is partially just me, but I'm always terrible at that. At like you know, insight checks at, in D and D or whatever. Like, I I suck at remembering to use the check vibes skill. I don't know that I've heard anything that I need to assess honesty for. Well, humanity is essentially good. No one would ever lie to me. Oh, okay, then I guess we're good. She was a little too quick to accept your assessment of your brother. Well, I'm a professional. I know what I'm talking about. No, no, no. We, we, me and, me and Jonesy reacted like people. We had our stun. She barely reacted. Ah, and you're supposed to react to these things. Are you a sociopath? A what? I don't know what that word means. It's fine. Doesn't matter. Anyway, um. Yeah, she seemed to be reacting a little weirdly when... She didn't quite react the same way as everybody else when she said Well, if you listen to Static all day, it does kind of get to you. There's something she's not telling us, and I don't know what it is. I suppose that's why she didn't tell us. <sighs> yeah, there's definitely something about, uh, in particular, you know, talking about that and talking about Jack. It seems like she's trying to avoid saying something about Jack, but not because she's, like, trying to keep some sort of terrible secret or anything. It's more that, like, she's like, nah, I don't need to say that. That's, that's nothing. That's ridiculous. Uh, sort of a thought in her head. That's sort of the vibe you're getting. It's like, she, she was going to say something, but then she thought better of it. Not because she's trying to keep a secret, but just because she's like, eh, it's just a bunch of strangers. It doesn't matter. I don't know what you could do with that, but. I mean, you could ask her, I guess, but. Well, I already tried i already got all the information i could out of flattery so if somebody else wants to double back and ask and try questioning her okay or you could head to the schoolhouse or back to the inn or i guess down to the the town ruins that Josie was interested in or whatever you want to do you probably have time to do one more thing before uh the ferry arrives we have time to do three more things if we split up that's also true uh well we we went on the patrol before and I don't sense anything troubling yet. Yeah, nothing scary or troubling at all going on. I would like to at least take a look at what Tiny was talking about. It might be just a, de a destroyed building, but sometimes you can find some of the greatest things in the rubble. Of but I am okay at going to the school with you. Well, I'll accompany our, what appears to be our dear sister to the school. Your sister. Let him come to it in his own time, Doctor. No, our sister. We're adopted. You're adopted, mind you. Yes, and you are too. You're our brother. I, I, I cannot, as a gentleman, say that you. we are brother in spirit, but not in physical flesh. We're all part of the brotherhood of man. No. <laughs> I'm going to check out the school. <laughs> then I will accompany the fine madam. Not splitting up, team. Okay. Uh, so the school, the old schoolhouse, um, it's kind of hard to notice. It's sort of an unremarkable, disused building. Um, the only reason you know where it is is because, uh, you're pointed at, uh, it was pointed out to you. Um, it's just a tiny little Victorian school. It even has, like, uh, 
separate entrances for girls and boys, but then when you get inside, it's just sort of one big classroom, uh, and there is a, though, though there is a small office attached. Um, uh, as you approach, you find the door is not locked, um, and the whole thing is very dusty, but, uh, it's almost like, uh, people just disappeared. It's like, you know, they talk about, like, with Chernobyl, like, if you went around there, it just looks like everyone disappeared and left everything there. Uh, it's kind of like that. Um, there's a quadratic equation written on the board. Um, there are, like, some notebooks and stuff in the desks. And, um, but there are cobwebs covering everything. There are weeds and moss growing through the uh, flagstones on the floor. Um, and the whole place... Uh, at least for you, Doctor, it feels familiar. Actually, as you're looking, you know which one of these desks was your desk. You remember. Ah, yes, the old schoolhouse. I probably learned some things here. Do you want to take a look? Oh, I better carve my initials in there. You absolutely did carve your first name. Uh, or at least somebody carved that name in your hand, in a childish version of your handwriting. Um. Completely. Um, three point uh, loss. Um, we'll make a check. Yeah, this is all you know. This is sort of freaking you out a little bit. You, you were definitely. That's not the right last initial. <laughs> yeah, it's not the right last initial. Or I mean, it's a W. Wearing. What would you like to do in here? Jones is gonna take a look at the teacher's desk. There's. Mostly there's just, like, a bunch of uh, exercise books that are uh, written there. It seems like he was maybe in the middle of grading, like, uh, children's essays. Uh, and as you're going through it, it seems like they're writing about, like, local folklore. At least uh, some of them seem to have been writing about that. Um, and as you're going, uh, going through it, uh, that seems to be what it is. Uh, you would need to maybe have some sort of ability to go through a bunch of books and, like, Use a collection of books to maybe get this information. I'm going to use a library use. Ah, there it is. Library use. Yeah. Um, yeah. You start going through all of them. Uh, you, one of the essays catches your attention. Um, because it seems to be, well, I'm going to share that with you right now. Uh, I'm going to make it visible. All of you guys. And I'm going to show it. You guys see a note popping up there on the screen in Roll20? Yeah. Uh, if you'd like, you could, uh, you could read that. <clears throat> Class, I have a essay for everyone to listen to. Uh, take your seats, please. Once upon a time, there was a little girl who lived in Manistee. And one day she found a gray slime... Sl sliming hand reaching through the earth. She did not know what to do. What is this, she, as she asked. But her mommy and daddy did not know. The next day, when she was walking through the woods, she saw a monster, and it was all wormy and slimy and smiled at her. The little girl went home and told her mommy and daddy, but they did not believe her. Then wormy, slimy monsters under the earth came up, and that night they ate the little girl up and her mommy and daddy, and they tore the house up and ate its bricks. Um, not what I was expecting for a child story. Slightly scary. Uh, I'm going to put this down and kind of walk outside. Um, I'm, I'm shooketh. Is there anything else on the paper? Yeah, he just kind of puts the, the paper down right next to Helen. That might be some inspiration for you. Oh. Yeah, the child has uh, drawn a little picture of a house with somebody inside of it. And then also, Helen, how would you describe that thing that's coming towards the house? Well, it's very basic, but it appears almost serpentine. And it has two arms with fingers that are way too long. Like a kind of monster. Yeah, mm, not a fan of that. Kind of a wormy monster. Kind of a wormy monster, yeah. There's a little worm monster. Wait, Helen, wouldn't you be a fan of that? Yeah, I'd be more into this if, um, 
checks notes. Uh, my whole life hadn't been un- upended uh two hours ago. <laughs> Helen's having a rough day. <laughs> Among other things. <laughs> ah, because we're adopted. You two are adopted. <laughs> you say from outside as you've set this down and walked outside. We'll tell him when he's older. Uh, uh, by the way, Jonesy, when you stepped outside, uh, there is sort of an angry-looking farmer who walks up to you and says, Oi! What are you doing here? Uh, uh, I've... I was accompanied with my friends to take a look at the school. Uh, and I'm gonna use, uh, flattery <laughs> to calm down the situation. Um, how are you flattering this angry farmer? Uh, you look quite... In physical shape, my friend. What have you been doing with your life? It looks, you look fantastic. Like, I'm just changing the subject immediately. I'm looking for my pig. You take my pig. Ah, your pig? Uh, no. Uh, Is your, what, what does your pig look like? It's a pig. Is it, is it a prize pig? Is it a fair pig? Is it over a hundred pounds? Uh, uh, black, pink, spotted. No, it's just a. Uh, it's one of the youngest pigs that we had. It was a young, small pig. I don't know if there's a pig rustler around here. You're not rustling pigs, are you, you bum? Uh, I, I, sir, I am a hobo, not a bum, and I don't rustle pigs. Too heavy. Oh my God! Did he just admit it? <laughs> oh my God! He admitted it. Stability gain. Fine. If you were to be stealing pigs, you would have stolen more than the smallest one. I also don't see a pig around you. You keep an eye out. I uh, yes. What's the pig's name so I can call its name? The pig. It doesn't have a name. Uh, well, y- y- I've heard Sue, Mary, Mary Sue, Suey. You know. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. Just look for my pig. Okay. I will keep an eye out, my friend. Ugh. Whatever. Fucking strangers. And uh, Jonesy pulls out a handkerchief. Oh, sweet. God. Yeah, you're being accused of crimes, Jonesy. <laughs> Whew, that was close. Anyway, back inside the schoolhouse. Uh, anything else you want to look for? I don't know how much is here, but there's maybe some stuff. Uh, Does he have an office in here? She mentioned an office. I want to give that a look through. Uh, Yeah. As you are uh, going through the office... You, again, just find a bunch of, uh, you do find, uh, several of these exercise books, uh, children's stuff that's been, uh, left there. Again, they seem to all be written about, uh, local folklore. They must have been having to, like, research local folklore and write some stuff about it. And you see a lot of them, uh, seem to have been writing about Castle Rig's Stone Circle. Not surprisingly, it's a, it's a pretty, uh, uh recent spot it said it was like a place frequented by witches who buried uh people alive that feels important they did human sacrifice they would cut them and then bury them alive um but besides that uh it does look like maybe there were some things that were taken away um i i know it was said that jack disappeared in the night but you could tell that like there's one drawer that's empty that he he might have taken Jonesy walks in and just goes, A farmer just accused me of stealing his pig. Jonesy, you can't be stealing people's pigs. Uh, do I look like I could steal a pig? Yeah, absolutely, if you set your mind to it. Uh, thank you. That, that's actually quite charming. Yeah, believe in yourself, Jonesy. Thank you. Uh, can we Can we, Can we? we leave? Is this, you, know, you guys need to go or are still looking around? Uh, I think we need to get back to the brother. Well, I just learned something interesting. Helen shares what she had recently learned. That was interesting. Uh, The other thing, Helen, is as you were looking, there were a couple other books that talked about, uh, they wrote about Low Manistee, which was the village that was there before. Mmm, yes. Before we unpack all that, we should probably get your brother to a hospital. Oh, it'll be fine. They'll hook him up with some heroin. He'll be fine within the fortnight. So, uh, you go back to the inn, but he is still not looking good. I guess that's not a but. I guess that is a, of course. Uh, he's still looking real shitty. Jeffrey, have you been eating your lollipop? I I had it. I 
it was delicious. At least, I remember they were delicious. It didn't really taste like much. Oh, that's not a good sign. Are we going to go? Yes, we're going to get you to the hospital, Jeffrey. All right, get on my shoulders. Uh, you, He sort of is able to walk a little bit. He's not going to jump on your shoulders. He is your big brother. I was thinking fireman's carry, but all of a sudden it became a piggyback ride, as I said it. Yeah, I don't think a piggyback ride's going to work here. Uh, he's still able to walk a little. Yeah. You do see that there are, um, in the inn, uh, as it's getting a little later, a couple people are uh, getting done with their work a little early, um, and there are people uh, dancing uh, as the radio is playing static very loudly, uh, almost drowning out everything else. Um, yeah, more of that Coltrane. Yes, I am choosing to focus on anything else as we keep moving. <laughs> yeah, can we get to the ferry? Uh, I don't want to listen to this. So, Jeffrey, it turns out we actually are adopted, and these are your siblings. Oh, strange. I'll deal with that later, I guess. I'm... I guess I'm Jeffrey. Hello. Hi, Helen. Nice to meet you. Uh, he offers to you to shake his, You know, he offers his hand to shake. Uh, Helen takes it and then quickly moves to supporting supporting him on her shoulder. Yeah, we can uh we can we can bond as siblings once you're better. <laughs> yeah. His hand is clammy. Ugh. And the uh, the skin feels almost loose like a glove. It's it's bad. Charming. <laughs> oh, oh. Tom Jones, no relation. You two are adopted. Uh, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> He's still processing it. You, uh, you move towards the, uh, the ferry, um, and it's full of people, actually, when it, when it's coming through. Um, there must have been, uh, something else going on in one of the southern towns or whatever. Um, but as it stops, um, you get kind of a glare from the guy, um, as you're hauling on a person who could barely walk. Ah, 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 ah. I don't want any sick people on, on the boat. What are, what are we doing here? Oh, I will use some reassurance. What are you, a doctor? How do you know this? Yes, I am, in fact, a doctor. Dr. Michael Laws. Uh, what he's got isn't catching, friend. Uh, we just need to get him to a hospital and get him looked after. Oh, oh. Okay, doctor. Uh, I guess. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, it's kind of full today. I can take you and uh, your your patient, but... Uh, I'm sorry, the other two, I don't think they could fit on. Well, that works for me, if it works for them. That's fine, we can shack up at the inn. Uh, uh, uh we, we, we're staying here? Wait, ho, 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 I have found no signs of any of my compatriots. <laughs> Excuse me, there has to be some room. Can I sit in, in the storage box, or, um, uh, just get off this island? I mean, this is not, you're not on an island. You could take the road back. I am so bad with the land geography. Sorry. Okay. How far is the road? I, what am I, a map? Get out of here, you bum. Uh, as they start to push off. Yeah. I, I am a gentleman. All right. Fine. We'll stay. I mean, you could try to make, like, a interpersonal, like, spend to try to get onto the uh, the boat here, but they are full. I used all of my good stuff, and I'm not going to intimidate someone. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Um, I could use Scuffle, and I'll drive the boat. Uh, okay, <laughs> okay, I, I have one. Uh, I'm going to bargain, so I'm going to pull out the pills that I pilfered and be like, uh, I do have some high-quality medicine, if you can allow me and my friend here, Helen, onto the ship. We could fit one more person on. I'm sorry, lady. It, we are just at the... We're stuffed in like sardines. If you would like, you could spend a point of bargain and all three of you can go. Or I guess all four of you. Yeah, I'm going to spend a whole point of bargain. Actually, I'm going to spend two because it'd be one for me and then one for Helen. I guess so, yeah. So you're going to use up the, your bargain. Okay. Well, uh, trying to spookily split up the party is is not happening yet. That's cool. Whatever. Uh... <laughs> Mission failed. You'll get him next time. <laughs> uh, should I have spent points on reassurance previously? No, no. Generally, you just can do it because you have it. If you're trying to do something like hard, you have to spend a point. Yeah, so uh, simmering down that bartender maybe spend a point, but not this one. 
Yes, exactly. Um, okay. You are really packed in here on the boat, uh, but you do eventually uh, make it back to town. Um, the larger town of Keswick, anyway. Um, and you bring him over to the hospital. And he is admitted. What do you do in the, uh, what are you trying to do in the hospital? Uh, I mean, how, how do you, how do you approach this? I guess we go to emergency or whatever the analog is. As, as you bring him in, uh, they're sort of like, oh, uh, yeah, sure. Come in. Uh, and, uh, you're met by, uh, a Dr. Rochdale, uh, who you actually, uh, because you are a doctor, you have heard of him before. He is a he's an older guy, uh, but he's you know, this guy knows his his stuff. Uh, you may have read a paper that he wrote one time. He, there's nothing anything extraordinary about him, but he's also he's like a good doctor. He's like a very good doctor. He says, "Oh, okay, I'll take care of your brother. Don't worry, don't worry." Um, they I'm glad to see he's in capable hands. He's got a fever of uh, ten. What? Yeah, he's, he's pretty cold right now. Oh, okay, I wouldn't hold that up. Yes, okay. Uh, nurse, get him in there. And uh, he is taken to a room. Uh, he's sort of groaning a little bit, uh, but he uh, he says he's gonna, you know, take a look at him. And he says, are, are there any other symptoms? What's, what's wrong with him? Real loose skin and no heartbeat. I know that sounds insane, but I can attest to that. The man who, as you can see, is moving and talking and breathing does not have a pulse. What? Good luck. <laughs> Absolutely not. You must be mistaken. I that that can't be. Well, I always value a second opinion. Uh, is there anything you'd like to say to him to maybe convince him to take that seriously? Check him yourself. Uh, yes, I, I guess I'll 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 check myself. Um. Oh God. Something wrong with him. There's something def. Okay. Okay. Um. Well, I'll. Try to figure this out. Um, we might have some sort of records about this. Um, uh, and he, uh, he spends some time looking at him, examining him, and says, My God. It's, it's just like in the, um, and he trails off and he actually runs out of the room. Are doctors supposed to do that? I've never seen one run out the room. We should follow him. You see him run to, like, an office, and then he cut- you, you see him, like, looking through his bookshelf, and he pulls out an old, uh, book, and then runs back to the- Oh, no, it, it, it's right here! Uh, it, it's right here! Uh, doctor, uh, uh, as- Actually, have you introduced yourself as a doctor? <laughs> doctor Laws? I glossed over it, but I think I would have. Doctor, um, uh, Mr. Laws, or I guess Dr. Laws, he wouldn't say Mr. Um, there is something that I've seen before, uh, something like this. Um, in the old hospital archives, there's one other case that had, uh, symptoms similar to this. I thought it was so strange. I was going through the hospital history and nobody ever figured out what happened to her. Um, I have an inkling who it was. Uh, a woman named Betty. Um, came in, uh, goodness, it must have been in the 18, 1816, it says here, 1816, a woman named Betty came in, had the same symptoms, um, and, uh, nobody knew what to do, uh, and she became, uh, rather agitated. Hmm, well, hopefully that doesn't happen to my brother, he's generally a level-headed sort. Yeah, well, uh, Betty was apparently a level-headed sort too, but then she, uh, she started screaming and, and fighting back against the folks here, and then eventually jumped out the third-story window. Uh, nobody ever saw what happened to her after that, though. They couldn't find a body. Yeah, I think we can probably guess, though. Yes, no, of course, of course. But it's there, we weren't able to do an autopsy, is the thing. Um, of course, I hope that we won't need to perform an autopsy on your brother, but fascinating. We'll need to take a look at this, figure out what happened. And you... Uh, as you're looking at the uh, the book, you see that the records are for a Betty Waring from 1816. So, so not Jack then. Betty. Curiouser and curiouser. Well, this was almost a hundred years ago. Actually, more than a hundred years ago. This is 1816. Right now, it's 1935. Oh, right. So, I doubt this could have been Jack, unless Jack is very, very old. 
and also, uh, I guess he would have to be a time traveler if he died in 1816 and then fathered you in, like... Lovecraft, these are all possibilities. <laughs> these, these, these could be possibilities, yes. Yeah, you guys were all born around, like, 1900, 1904 or so. Uh, yeah, so it's nighttime. Uh, what would you guys like to do this evening? Um, uh, also, as you are going, uh, as you're leaving the hospital, once again, you are hearing a radio, and the static is getting louder and louder. Uh, who has the radio on? It's so loud. Sorry, the, the people like to, to listen to um, the, some music. Uh, they're, they're playing some classical music, um, and that, that helps calm folks down. Outside, you can hear outside the hospital. We're walking out. We're outside, right? Oh, man, my head's killing me. Yeah, no, but there's, like, radios outside the hospital as well. But yes, uh, I should note that every single time they're describing this as music, and you guys are not hearing music. Trust me, that fact has my full attention. <laughs> you know, it's been a strange day, but I think I'm finally starting to understand music. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I should note um, just a little bit about the static that you keep hearing. Uh, do either do any of you guys have physics? One point. One point in physics? Okay. This is sort of like, maybe what's happening is somebody has like a transmitter that's like shooting out white noise, and that would sort of drown out all the other radio signals and make it so that you can only hear static instead of the actual radio. But that doesn't really explain why only a few people can hear the static, and other people seem to hear the music. I've also got two in languages, if that's relevant. Uh, not really. Um, again, as you, I mean, do you want to try to listen really closely to it to try to see if you can understand the language? Definitely. That sounds right up my alley. Um, again, uh, you just hear, uh, whisperings here and there, and then at one point, you are certain that the voice says, Michael. <laughs> It's time, Michael. And you hear drumming as well. Well, I hope my brother's all right. I think I'll need him later. Uh, oh, God. Um, by the way, definitely hearing your name in the static um, is going to be uh, three-point uh, possible. All right, I will spend a point this time. This all seems above board. Nice, okay. You don't fail. Although, I mean, to be clear, you know it's not above board. <laughs> when you're, you're making these checks successfully does not mean that you are foolish. It just means that you are trying to make it through. <laughs> um, uh, what is your stability at, then? One. One? I thought it was at one already. I passed that one, though. No, but did you spend a point? Oh, right. So that puts it at zero. Um... You are now considered to be, uh, because you've hit zero, uh, you are now at, what is it called? You are shaken. You are no longer um, able to spend ability points um, for investigative skills. You can only just use them, so you can't get the greater successes. And all of your difficulties are going up by one. If you would like to use investigative abilities, you'll be able to make a stability test. Like, if you want to actually spend, you'll, you'll have to make a test. Um, also, you start checking your own pulse. You just feel the desire, just a little bit of a compulsion, to start checking your pulse and maybe the pulse of people around you. Hey, Jonesy, come here. How can I help you, doctor? Uh, just hold still for a sec. I, I need to check something. Okay. Uh, his pulse seems to be beating. All right, everything seems okay here. Hey, Helen. Why do you need to check my pulse? Ah, uh, well, just in case. All right. You know, these things can be contagious. I don't know. It's it's a pretty mysterious illness. He's a doctor. She does offer her arm. <laughs> I'll check her pulse. Her pulse seems weak and slow, but it is still there. Oh. <laughs> I'll give a look like, eh, could be better, Helen. There, there's a third person you need to check there, doctor. Wait, who's this talking? Uh, it is me, the narrator, reminding you that there is a third person that you need to check. Well, well no, I can't check my own pulse. That's, that's physically impossible. They've tried. What? Doctor, 
may I check your pulse? Oh, absolutely. Only way to do it. Have someone else do it. Yeah, I just uh, place my um, fingers on his wrist. For just a moment, it seems like he doesn't have a pulse. Oh, but then it, it starts. It's very slow. So how am I doing? Your pulse is unusually slow. Mm, may have jumped the gun when I told that ferryman that it wasn't catching. All right. What would you like to do? Uh, today has been a very eventful day for all of us. How about we just get one drink, process everything that's happened, and then get some sleep? I like that plan. I like most of that plan. Processing what's happening, and eh, take it or leave it. All right. You make your way back to your rooms and or barns. I mean, unless you want to, like, I guess you could take a car and drive back to Manistee if you'd like. No, I'm good, thanks. And then sleep at the inn there. Yeah, no. Yeah, we'll get a car in the morning. You don't want to go back to Manistee yet? We'll, we'll go back tomorrow. Thanks for listening, boils, ghouls, and enboos. It is that good? I used that last week. I kind of liked it, but is it like too crypt keepery? Let me know. Oh, where can you let me know? Why on the brand new Daniel's Dread Tales Discord, of course. You can find a link to it in our episode description or on our Twitter at Dan's Dread Tales. All one word. The two best ways you can help our podcast grow is to review us on your podcast platform of choice with five stars because that's how the haunted cursed algorithm we struggle with works. And tell a friend who might like the show. Our music is by Harley Clarence. Our cast this week included Nathan, who is part of the excellent podcast Kingdom Hearts of Forgotten Era, which you can find on Twitter at K-H underscore A-F-E and wherever podcasts are found. Russell is like a weird cryptid who has no real internet presence that can be tracked by mortals. And Dominic, who doesn't want me to plug anything or say anything for him, but he edits the show. So everyone should just say right now, thank you, Dominic. I don't care where you are. Just say it out loud. Put that good energy out there. Also, I'm on Twitter at L-O-T-R underscore Dan. We'll see you again two weeks from now on our next episode, but keep an eye on this feed because at some point we plan to have some smaller bits between the episodes. And as always, have a spookerific day. Bye. <laughs>